Welcome to the Stock Music Licensing Podcast, the number one resource for creating passive income selling stock music online. I'm your host, Daniel Carrizales, and I'm here to help you monetize your compositions. Welcome to episode 10 of the Stock Music Licensing Podcast. Now, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about Audio Jungle and Pond5, probably the two biggest royalty-free libraries uh, out there. And the reason why I chose those two is because uh, it attracts a lot of customers. It has a lot of customers and, and clients. And, uh, of course, it has a lot of uh, <laughs> composers and artists that uh, are uploading music on a regular basis. But before we get into the content of this episode, I just want to let you know that I have a free music licensing workshop that I'm going to be launching uh, in the next few days. And uh, just keep your eyes uh, for that workshop. Um, If you're part of my email list, uh, you're going to receive an email and I will just uh, send you the link so you can watch that uh, free workshop. If you're not on my email list, uh, you can download my guide at uh, stockmusiclicensing.com slash free. And you can uh, pretty much just be part of my list and I, I will send you an email uh, there. Now, let's talk about Audio Jungle first. And the reason why I uh, selected Audio Jungle first is because it's where I started. This is where I first uh, joined uh, the magical world of uh, royalty-free libraries. And it was my very first library, the very first one that I joined. And uh, I joined as an exclusive author. And uh, I uploaded my very first track there. That's where I made my very first sale as well. And that's a few years ago now. And... You know, I, I have seen tremendous uh, success in in Audio Jungle, and uh, but I, I learned the hard way. Okay, and by that I mean that uh, I thought that the upload process and the whole review process of Audio Jungle was a, a standard thing. I thought that all of the other libraries will follow the same kind of uh, mo, if you will. And uh, little did I know is that every library is uh, is so different when it comes down to 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 the upload process and uh, how to build your catalog because uh, this is very important uh, and the reason why it's very important is because you're gonna be spending a lot of time uploading music um, or building your catalog really and and if it's something that is very complicated like the way it is in Audio Jungle for a lot of people I know in the beginning is very very complex when it comes down to putting your own watermark and and uh, sipping the files and and the upload process and uh, God forbid if you have to do a music pack uh, you have to put some uh, hyperlinks uh, within the description so this is a little bit intimidating for most and and uh, that's how I got uh, got started and uh, I got rejections as well uh, with Audio Jungle. Uh, we all know that the uh, Audio Jungle uh, review process is quite strict, uh, at least in comparison to, to Pond5. Pond5 seems to be a little bit more uh, open for submissions and for a little bit of more of an expression when it comes down to, to different types of uh, sounds and different, uh, I will say probably a little bit more artistic uh, freedom, if you will. On uh, Audio Jungle, they're really strict when it comes down to a particular sound. And regardless of the genre that you're writing, uh, still they have a very specific uh, framework that they want your music to 
to <laughs> to fit, if you will. So it could be very frustrating for a lot of composers. I have uh, many fellow composers and friends who who are involved on both libraries on Audio Jungle and Pond Five, and I have uh, other composers who are uh, only on Audio Jungle uh, as exclusive uh, author, and uh, and I have other friends who are on Pond Five but have never been accepted on Audio Jungle for whatever the reasons. But uh, my my argument is always that. Uh, this particular uh, fellow composers of mine or uh, friends of mine that they don't get uh, accepted on uh, on Audio Jungle. Uh, the reason is because their music is is of a different uh, caliber, if you will, or if it's, it's a, from a different it's a different level. It's a little bit more artistic for sure, and and it doesn't sound uh, Audio Jungle. And uh, I always tell them is the problem is not your music. It's just that it doesn't fit in that particular library. You shouldn't let that put you down, really. Uh, I, I have seen uh, su- success as well on, on Pawn 5, and I joined Pawn 5 uh, much later, uh, probably like a year, a uh, year and a half after I've joined uh, Audio Jungle. And it was a really, it was a, like, a <laughs> like a new start, like a new beginning. And it was so easy for me to all of a sudden just the upload process is just a drag and drop of your files and you know uh, the the upload process is much easier for sure and uh, the review process as well is a little bit more straightforward. I don't I don't see the amount of rejections that uh that I got on on Audio Jungle. I never experienced that on Pond Five. Uh, that being said, at one point I got rejected 10, 10 tracks in one go, uh, ten tracks in one swing uh, rejected, and uh, it was really devastated to have ten tracks. Uh, being rejected like that, uh, but you know, they're they're really helpful people as well on Pond Five. Uh, I mean, I I managed to contact the reviewer actually, which uh, it, because you can see who's reviewing your track on Pond Five on Audio Jungle, you can't do that. It's it's kind of like a mystery. They actually have deleted that function when you get rejected by a by a reviewer. You can't see who's the person uh, that actually. Uh, gave you that rejection. And the reason why is because back in the day, they used to get a lot of hate mail <laughs> from composers that got rejected. So it's just one of those things. Uh, but on Pond 5, you can actually see uh, who the person is uh, approving your track and who is rejecting your track as well. And uh, I wasn't sad or frustrated. I was just really angry. And uh how come they're all rejected? Ten tracks in one go. So I contacted this uh, uh, mm, reviewer on Pond Five, and uh, very helpful, I have to say. Got back to me and said, "Listen, the reason why we rejected all of these tracks is because we have too many of them already, in a particular style." And uh, I can't remember exactly what tracks they were. I think they were some acoustic tracks. No, 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 not as much acoustic track. They were uh, some corporate tracks, of course. Uh, and they say uh, you that we already have too many of these at, at the moment. We're looking for something else, and uh, and I say, oh, you know what? Fair enough. And I engage in a conversation via email with this person, and I say, well, what do you actually need? What does Pond Five need so I can um, give you what you're in need of? You know, I want to be able to 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 make music that. Uh, this particular library might need so I can make some sales as well and uh, you know we can all benefit from this 
And uh, it was very good because uh, they got back to me and said, well, we need this type of music and uh, some uh, pop or some acoustic folk. And I said, okay, fantastic. So I got back to work and... And uh, but, you know, that's the reason why I got rejected. So keep in mind that you might get rejected, not because uh, the music is uh, there's something wrong with the music. You could get rejected because there's too many uh, tracks like that already and they might not need that particular music track in that style at that point. So it would be good for us as composers at times to get this information. But most most times we don't get any feedback at all. They just say. It's been rejected, and really, they, they use a template. And Pond Five, they do use a template as well, saying that reviewers don't really give explanation of why the music has been rejected. It could be for many factors, but you know, and I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if this uh, is uh, doable today. I don't know if you can actually reach out to a to a music uh, uh, reviewer on Pond Five. If you do get rejected, I'm not sure. This happened many years ago, by the way. This is just for the record, and I did this out of my own initiative. When I got my rejection, I just said I'm just going to send them an email because when you get rejected or approved, you can actually see the reviewer on your uh, Pond Five uh, messages, which is as an email, pretty much. And you just send them. You communicate via email, but inside of a uh, Pond Five which is pretty much the same thing that you do with Audio Jungle. Uh, but, you know, all I have to say to, to newcomers is that um, nowadays these two libraries have gone through so many changes. Back in the day, uh, Audio Jungle didn't accept um, registered music with PROs. Back in the day, you could upload as many tracks as you wished on uh, Audio Jungle. I remember at one point I had probably like 15 or 20 tracks in the queue. And uh, I was just uploading and uploading, and that was uh, it was a free for all really. Now they have changed that a lot. Um, you couldn't price your tracks the way you can now, which uh, I am really happy that they have actually changed that because I did bring my prices up. I do believe that the pricing point that they had back then, I think it was seventeen dollars. Don't remember, but when I got started back in uh, two thousand fourteen. Uh, yeah, at the end of 2013, 14, it was around $17, I believe. And it did uh, did an increase in, in, the se- in the actual sales per track. I think it was from 17 to 18. Um, I don't remember exactly what was the pricing point, but uh, uh, they have changed that, and I'm quite happy with that change. And now, like I said, they accept uh, PRO music, um, but there's limitations now. You can only upload up to five tracks at a time at any given point. On Pond 5, there have been a few changes as well as time has, passes, uh, has passed by. Um, but it's a little bit more steady. It's a little bit more... Their interface is not so good, I have to say that. And I, I know many composers and uh, fellow uh, uh, musicians and, and friends of mine, they, ha- they we all share that same believe that uh, the interface of Pond 5 is not the best, it's not very friendly, uh, but they have changed a lot as well. Back in the day, they wo- they didn't have like the waveform the way they have it now. You can actually have two ways of uh, navigating to to see your catalog, really. So both of them have, have changed a little bit uh, in terms of uh, how they operate as well. And um, so Pond 5 as well has been adapting slowly and doing their own changes with uh, Pond 5 publishing and 
and a, a lot of memberships as well. Uh, they have that as well with uh, Audio Jungle. You have the the Elements, which is a membership uh, site, really. <laughs> um, and and these kind of libraries, there will always be some changes. They will always want to change and evolve as they go along to be relevant in the market. And and you know, I always say to to newcomers that to join uh, either library is a good start. Audio Jungle because it can be a challenge, and it's good to be. Uh, baptized by fire, I guess, if you will, and just have a go. Just try it. And because that's the way I started, you know, uh, I didn't know any better. So uh, I wish I would have started with Pond5 at the same time. So I usually recommend both libraries um, and not get so obsessed with Audio Django, but you can join both. So you can have a little bit of a taste. You can see how they're both are so different when it comes down to to the upload process. Um the review process and and how in Pond5 you have a lot of uh, freedom when it comes down to the amount of tracks that you can upload. Uh, at least till this day, uh, this this could change in the future. You never know. But as it is for now, you can upload as much as you want on Pond5. So if you have 20 tracks ready, you can do a bulk upload and um, just go for it and start working on new music and on Audio Jungle, on the other hand, as you know, you can only upload five tracks at any given time. And uh, it could be a little bit of a frustration uh, if you have a lot of uh, music and if you compose a lot. And uh, I know when they started implementing these uh, limitations, I really got a little bit frustrated, really. And I was still heavily invested on, on Audio Jungle. So it really bothered me back then. So unless you're an elite author, if you're an elite author, you can upload up to 10. But still, that's a very limited for, for a music composer, for a stock music composer to be uh, limited to 10 tracks at any given point. It's a little bit of a... It's not something that you want to hear because you might, at, at some point, you might be going through a phase of uh, having a lot of music out there or at least writing a lot of music. So this could be a little bit of a, of a letdown for sure. And, uh, you know, you just have to... See what works best for you. They're both very good. Uh, I, I don't think that one is better than the other. I do have to say that um, that Pond5 is a little bit more flexible, like I mentioned before. It's a little bit, uh, it allows you a little bit more freedom when it comes down to expression in terms of uh, musical ideas and um, the more chances of being accepted. And, uh, and sales are pretty much the same as well for me now in terms of uh, revenue from Pond5 and Audio Jungle. So, uh, I, and now I can actually test the market in a proper way because I price my music exactly the same on both uh, platforms. So you have to test it for yourself as well. And that's why I always preach a lot about going on exclusive because you just don't know where you're going to see success. And I have seen not only success outside of Audio Jungle, but, and not only with Pond5, but with other libraries. So a lot of my students that have taken my course and my programs, uh, a lot of them are, are in Audio Jungle, actually. They have already an account. They already have uh, tracks approved. Uh, they already have a few sales. Um, but people that are new, okay, students of mine that haven't been accepted on... Uh, on Audio Jungle, they get really frustrated. And I completely understand that because uh, even though I was I was accepted in the beginning, 
without any any problem. And my first few tracks got accepted as well. Um, I did experience a lot of rejection afterwards, though. And this is uh, experiencing a lot of rejections and with no sales, no no reward whatsoever. It was just putting music out there, being rejected and having nothing uh, to show for. So I do feel for my students and I try to show them that uh, there is more to just being accepted in Odi Jungle. And, uh, and try to show them not to, to repeat the mistake that I did because back then I was so uh, obsessed with the whole review process on, on Odi Jungle and the rejection that I wasn't, um, I wasn't trying somewhere else, okay? In this case, for example, Pond 5, I, I waited, I really delayed it that, that process because once you are so tunnel vision with something and you're holding on too tight to it and you're, you're really in need of it, especially when it comes down to creating music and, and rejection, and we don't know the reason why, uh, it could become a, a vicious circle and this is true for, for not only me, but for many, many composers. I mean, all you need to do is go to the Audio Jungle Forum uh, and see how many people are complaining about rejection, especially newcomers, and, uh, and please give me some feedback. And most of the times you listen to the music, and the music is perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with the music. Uh, but for some reason, uh, they just get rejected. And uh, the best thing to do, and this is what I advise to to my students and to to anybody that I'm coaching, is just your music is perfect. You know, I, I just don't see why they're rejecting you, this particular music track. But don't let that uh, bring you down. You can always go to to another library, library uh, like Pond Five in this case. And uh, there's more than just uh, Audio Jungle. Uh, as a, it's not that the end all be all of royalty free libraries, even though I do train a lot of people uh, how to get in there, how to deal with rejection, uh, and how to prepare their, their profile, how to watermark their, their, their music, how to prepare the files. I, I do really teach a lot about this because uh, I've been there, I suffer a lot, and it was very hard to. To find this information, even though Envato does provide you with a lot of information on how to do all of this, it's, a, it's in a very corporate uh, way. And uh, I wanted to, 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 I wanted composers and musicians and producers to learn this process from somebody uh, that is not part of the library, somebody that is actually a composer uh, himself, like me. Okay, somebody that is already doing it. So you can see it from, from my point of view, which we share the same point of view because we're both composers and we're both uh, are, are going to be doing the same thing, just composing the music and uploading them uh, to Ori Jungle and selling it and dealing with a rejection and dealing with all the other uh, details that entails to be part of uh, this particular library. Uh, now... Uh, when it comes down to to choosing uh, if one is better than the other, I don't think that there is such a thing, like I mentioned to you. And and it all depends, you know, because if you are somebody that started to to sell music on Pond Five, and uh, and later on you join Audio Jungle, your your point of view might have been a little bit different than mine. You know, I don't know if that makes any sense because they are competition. They're both of really. Uh, big libraries, and they they both compete between uh, each other. 
but uh, because I started in one and not the other, I feel that that's where I got uh, <laughs> baptized by fire, I guess. Or that's where I got my initiation. That's where I. That's it. That's where it all started. So yes, Audio Jungle ha, has a very special place in my heart. But I, I have learned to separate myself and uh, my emotions from that library as as I grow as a composer, and as well as the library itself has been changing over time. I have changed as well, and I have changed so much that to the point that I have changed my account. I've changed my account to to be from exclusive to non-exclusive, and and uh, somebody asked me quite recently, actually, uh, how many tracks should I have on my portfolio on Audio Jungle before I change my account to to a non-exclusive account? And I say, well, it really depends. You know, I waited for the longest time. I had I I had over 500 tracks before I made that uh, choice, that that change, and. Uh, I think I really, really delayed that. You know, if I could have done it all like, all over again from the beginning, I would have just started on Audio Jungle as a non-exclusive author and joined Porn Five immediately. So I would have joined both at the same time and attack both uh, libraries with the same music. Okay, and that's the best way. So, so, so I I, I wouldn't want to go through that process of having attachment to one particular library like many other composers have. I know a lot of friends of mine who are just, they're so loyal to Audio Jungle, not only in the way that they are uh, uh, an exclusive author there, but they 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 really embrace the whole community and uh, the whole ecosystem, which is very good. I'm not saying no, because I am part of it. But that doesn't mean that I have to be just locked in there under the Envato or under the uh, Audio Jungle umbrella. And that's it. There's more to to it, for sure. There's more libraries out there that you you should uh, be experiencing. Um, the, the market, you should, your music should be out there. I do believe that your music can live uh, in other libraries and have tremendous success. That. Uh, if unless you put it out there, you how you will never know, and that's a that's a terrible thing. Okay, uh, I've mentioned before. I have tracks that are not that have zero sales. I'm not saying that they have a very small sales. I'm talking about zero, and that same music track with the same tags and the same uh, description are doing very well outside of uh, Audio Jungle. I don't want to sound like I'm biased. I don't want to sound like I am. Uh, saying that one is better than the other or join this one and don't join the other. Uh, I just want to give my personal opinion and what what has been my experience with both of them. So I would like to know your your opinion if you are somebody that is in both, uh, either Audio Jungle and and Pond5 or you're just on one and not the other. Um, for me, my experience have been just of a detachment from one and enjoying a lot uh, what the other one has to offer and, and see how one uh, has uh, different things than the other one doesn't have. And that there's no such a thing as a perfect library and we just have to be uh, very... Uh, flexible and be adapting. I think that the composers who are going to survive, no, I don't like that word survive because it makes it sound like uh, we're in some kind of like um, ending of something or 
This is actually the beginning. The ones who are going to be successful, actually, are the ones who are going to be able to adapt and evolve. Uh, because I do believe that we can be, uh, we're really inside of our own head at times when it comes down to music creation and when it comes down to, to being an artist, because we are an artist, we, we are, uh, we like to create. So instead of being in our own head, we just have to really detach ourselves when it comes down to the composition process and then uh, put a different hat. And that different hat uh, should be of somebody who's gonna just uh, publish this music track and it's gonna put it on the different libraries that are available for us. And in this case, I'm talking about Audio Jungle and Pond5, and, and we should treat both of them with the same care and attention. And uh, if we have a music track that is going to go to both profile, it's the perfect opportunity to test the market and see uh, which one is going to start selling, which one is the one that's going to get rejected, and, and which one is the one that is going to be uh, the winner in this case. And... If you want to judge a, a library, it should be by the amount of sales you're making and not based on the logo or based on what the whole ecosystem looks like, really. So if a Pond5 is giving me more sales today, I can say that Pond5 is a, it's a better library. But then I'm being biased because that might be working for me, but for you it might be different. So that's why you can never make a statement like that and... Uh, I don't want to get emotional with one or the other and say I'm not happy with uh, certain changes or certain policies. Uh, I just treat them as a business, and uh, it's the same for you. You should treat it as a, we're doing business here. So so don't get too attached to it. And if you have friends who are uh, just on Audio Jungle, uh, then you have to be as well uh, wise enough to know that this might work for them, but it might not work for you, and, and vice versa as well. So I'll, I'll be curious to see what's your opinion on this uh, topic and um, what's your opinion on either library or both at the same time because there seems to be a lot of hate and <laughs> love and hate relationship uh, from composers. It's almost like this duality. It's always the same, isn't it? It's always like uh, Pepsi and Coca-Cola. It's always like McDonald's and Burger King or whatever. It's always this. Uh, and the same with politics, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to get into politics in this podcast. But, you know, there's always this duality, these uh, two big players that they're fighting for attention and, and yeah, who's going to be the best, I guess. And, again, thanks a lot for, for hanging out here with me today. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, again, leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Uh, leave a comment or something to to just help this podcast be be found by others share with somebody, somebody that might benefit from this kind of information. I have a lot of things uh, planned for this podcast in the, in the near future. This is only the beginning. This is only episode 10. Um, and if you're somebody that is new, as always, uh, download my guide. I In that guide, I have a list of the libraries that I've, uh, I'm involved with. You can download this guide at Stock Music Licensing dot com slash free again stock music licensing dot com slash free and you can download that guy i will leave um the link in the show notes anyways for you you might be on the go right now or commuting or somewhere and you might not be able to download this uh guide uh, 
And, uh, and keep your eyes open as well for the workshop. If you're not part of my email list, uh, download this guy. You will be part of the list, and I will send an email with this free uh, music licensing workshop that I'm going to be launching in the next few days. So keep your eyes open for that workshop that is coming really, really soon. And as always, rock and roll, and here's to your success. Mm-hmm.